0: Hi hey everybody. Welcome to the Cross and Bears podcast. Brought to you by Anton Gas for Podcast and me. And I'm joined by Scott Godfrey of uh, ED for Cross and Bears.
1: And uh, thanks Anton. Uh- It is actually cool to be back on the air. We took a little bit of a hiatus. We have our guest today uh, from Premier Lacrosse League's PLL Assists program. And uh, let's get interactive a little bit. And why don't you introduce yourselves and let's start with you, Mr. Eric. Hey,
2: everyone. Anton, great to meet you. Thanks for having us on. Uh, My my name is Eric Matthew. I'm the director of PLL Assists. Um, I've been with the league for... Uh, just about three and a half years. I'm uh, really excited to, uh, to connect with you today. Pass it off to my esteemed colleagues.
3: Okay. We're gonna do- Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> that,
1: that's okay. Go ahead, Haley. <laughs> okay.
3: I'm Haley. Um, I'm a postgraduate fellow with PLL Assist. I've been with PLL since August. Um, so going on six months now. Um, and I do a lot of our like diversity and inclusion and social impact related stuff. And I'll pass it
4: to Aiden. Yeah, my name is Aiden Skokin, and I'm also a postgraduate fellow with PLL Assist. I started back in May of 2023, and I work more on the operations marketing side of PLL Assist, working uh, on our on-site and off-site activations. Awesome.
2: One more member of our team uh, unfortunately couldn't join us today, uh, Tommy Goldman, who's our uh, deputy director. But uh, he sent his his well wishes and best regards.
1: Cool. No worries. Okay. You good? You good, Anton? It's up to you now.
0: <clears throat> Why are you here today, Eric? And
2: yeah. Um, here today, really just to uh, share a, a little bit about uh, what PLL Assist does. Um, our partnership and relationship with the Crossing Barriers is something that um, you know means a lot to me. I, I love the work that that you all do, um, and you know, anytime we get a chance to uh, to chat with Scott is always uh, something I you know love to do and um again uh love the podcast and and really grateful uh for a chance to uh talk a little bit about our work with you guys today
0: thanks for the uh, thanks for the comment of
1: course okay next question is i think on you anton
0: why you work for pl
2: why do I work for PL? That's a good question. Um, well, I, I grew up loving lacrosse. Um, I've, I think, I first held a lacrosse stick uh, in fifth grade, um, and first started playing for a team in middle school. <clears throat> Back then, um, you know, I, I was a big hockey fan, and uh, l- lacrosse was. Uh, to me, so similar to, to hockey in many ways, but also similar to, to basketball and soccer um, and, and other sports that I enjoyed, uh, football, um, American football. Um, so, you know, I, I just kind of instantly started loving the sport and then uh, getting to watch players like Kyle Harrison, um, you know, who were championing uh, diversity and inclusion um, in this sport really inspired me to to do more with it. Um, so I grew up playing it, and then uh, I, I spent several years coaching um, both um, men's and women's field lacrosse. Um, and fast forward, I uh, got a chance to uh, interview with, with the PLL um, and further my career in uh, diversity and inclusion, um, as well as law um, and come work for the PLL and PLL Assist. And initially I got to work directly with Kyle um, on PLL Assist as we kind of started to to see its growth um, as a league kind of propelled into uh, what it is now. Um, I've been fortunate enough to, you know, a year and a half ago, become the the full-time director of PLL Assist. So um, I consider myself very fortunate to be Uh, Able to work in uh, a sport that I love and and give back to the sport and and help increase access um, and um, eliminate barriers to entry to the sport. So, um, you know, all in all, I I think lacrosse has given me a lot, and this is a way for me to uh, do my part to give something back.
0: Great story.
1: I think you're up next, day, uh, with the question, Anton.
0: <clears throat> what do you hear about the power of the crossing barriers?
2: Uh, sorry, say it again. Lisa, what have I heard about the, the power of the crossing barriers? hmm Yeah. Um, so I, I first met Scott, what, two years ago ish, maybe a little bit more, maybe even closer to three years ago. Um, and you know, I, I got to hear a lot about his life and, and the work that he does and why this is important to him. Um, and that just instantly resonated with me. Um, what I love about the crossing barriers. Um, First off, the the title is fantastic. The the name is fantastic. But um, I think you guys really live by that name. You're eliminating barriers to entry uh, to the sport. You're allowing uh, access to the sport in a way that might not otherwise be there um, for members of marginalized communities. And that's important, right? Um, Lacrosse is a sport that, you know, everyone who plays it, everyone who watches it, uh, loves it for for some, you know, some reason or another. Um, and I think we all kind of share a sentiment that we want to see the game grow. We want to see the game shared. Um, and I'd be remiss if I didn't mention, you know, obviously it's an indigenous game that uh, has been shared with us. Um, and, you know, we, we as a league uh, and, and we as PLL Assist see... A responsibility to to continue to to grow the sport and share the sport um so when you look at an organization like the and barriers that does this work every day it's a easy decision for us to want to align ourselves with and partner with um, an organization like that um i think you guys do something really special to be able to um adapt the sport to make it accessible to anyone who wants to play it. Um, and that's a mission that, that we can certainly get behind um, and a mission that we want to to share in with Lacrosse Barriers.
1: Perfect. Um, so <clears throat> that's awesome. Um, I'm, uh, <clears throat> I'm up next. Um, I'm going to openly out myself on this. Haley has uh, access to the document, and I hate misspelling names, so thank you, Haley. Uh, I love you for correcting that. No problem. Um, Just a little aside, I don't want to take over. I was born and moved to another country, so culturally different cultures and different peoples I've just, it's hardwired when you're born and learn to walk in another country and the language spoken in your house is not what is done outside the house, so... Whole idea of culture and, and, and name spelling. So there's 300 ways to spell Lynn, Annette, Haley.
3: I'm I so, know it's uh, okay. I trust and believe. <laughs> I, no one ever spells it this way first, so it's totally fine.
1: But when you see it spelled, it's like okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It
3: makes right? sense like, once you see it, but it's why would you guess it? You yeah. know, so it's, it's
1: yeah. totally um, fine. So, so my questions, um. Haley, for Haley first, what are three things we can do um, to make lacrosse more inclusive? And that's two parts. First, as a community, and then second, as lacrosse barriers. Yeah. Three things.
3: Um, So, tough task. Uh, One thing I think is just... um, access to like equipment um, is big because we all know as people who played or around the sport, lacrosse is an expensive sport. Um, It's also a very specifically equipped sport. So it's not like there's um, transferable things. It's really just something you have to have everything for just your sport. I was fortunate that, women's lacrosse only requires goggles mouth guard because I also played field hockey. So the goggles mouth guard was already covered, but the stick itself is expensive. So um, getting sticks, getting goals. um, One of the initiatives that we do with PLL Assist is Goals for Greatness, um, where we send out goals to every state. Um, And lacrosse and barriers was one of our international recipients for last year. Um, So I know that it's really important just to have those goals there because it's not the same as Most communities have basketball courts. Most of them have um, fields that they have, you know, football posts or soccer goals, but a lot of people don't have lacrosse goals. So the equipping of the sport definitely helps with the access um, going to, so that's one, going to uh, communities that are historically not represented within lacrosse um, and teaching lacrosse, hosting clinics, really proposing um, and and championing the want of lacrosse in those particular areas I think is important because it's not just going to happen to people. It has to be something that you get shown. Um, And I'm just Fortunate that I grew up in Maryland, so it's our state sport, um, and I'm half Canadian, so it's a national sport. So there's a there's a relationship I already had to lacrosse um, that I probably, as a black um, person, would not have had otherwise. Um, so if it not been just by virtue of my um, by my blood and then by where I lived, I probably wouldn't have been introduced um, and push to play lacrosse. Um, So going to those communities and meeting people where they're at is going to be the second. Um, And then third, doing something which I think that we do as a league very well and assist us um, very well is really championing and showing how diverse the sport is becoming um, by showing the pros, showing the people who have made some really great strides um, and love Kyle. It's not just Kyle. So it's great to see the expansion of that go out to, seeing like Trevor and Romar and Jules um, and Miles and all of them be able to sit at that round table and talk about it Um, and even coach Nat as well and just having someone on the coaching level. So I think the representation and showing that it's there all the way up through the pro level um, kind of really inspires people to want to get involved. So those are the three things I'll say just as a community. Um, And then for lacrosse barriers, I think, who does some of the best work in doing this is having the having the initiatives, having the programs, uh, reaching out and looking to communities that might not have historically been re- represented in lacrosse, not just from a racial or cultural background, but also from a um, accessibility standpoint when it comes to like, blind athletes or deaf athletes or those with physical disabilities, um, I think reaching out and having more than just uh, looking to diversify it in the traditional sense, um, but also making sure that it's there and it's able and that the power of lacrosse is is shared, which I think is done super well by you guys. Um, So yeah, that's what I know that's kind of long winded, but uh, I hope I hit on everything that you asked in your question.
1: Um, So a couple of things to encourage and correct you from an old man. Nothing's long-winded if it's true. You can write that down and put that in there. I
3: will write Uh, that down. I appreciate it. Yeah,
1: um, because, you know, if it's relevant, please take this in the right way, in the positive way that we need to look at the document well. I know there's controversy about the Declaration of Independence. I know there is. But it started and is a point of conversation for things. Yes, and I I only know that there could be 100 comments and things and, and trolls on the Internet when this gets posted. But if you look at the positive of something, you look at Dr. King. Yes, he was assassinated, but he said positive things. So we can look at his death or we can look at his life. And I hope that comes across from a white Canadian blue-eyed male who actually is half Haudenosaunee, I found out when my dad was 50. So we can look at I things know. that are, like the, like the long-winded. No, you said, in, da, da, Winston Churchill said some amazing things in an hour-long speech that bonded a nation when when tyranny and fascism and Nazism was, was literally crippling London, right? Or we can look at what you said and go, yeah, let's go. Right? Like that's yeah. why the windshield, windshield, windshield's big and the rear view mirror is small. And you can look at a thousand, thousand preachers that have said that over the last, uh, like well, since cars and windshields, right? <laughs> so I love it. We actually are going to, the things you said, we are in the next three months going to make those, just so you know, we're going to make those priorities. Uh, that's in there. So <clears throat> um, I really, uh, we need these things because it's easy to say, hey, this tastes good. I, I, made, I made pizza, and it tastes good. But if you make pizza by yourself, eventually you get used to too much salt. So, getting other people to say things. Um, okay. let look. Um, oh, Anton, sorry. I'm sorry, Anton. Is you're the next question?
0: <laughs> no worries, Scott. What should we do at Active and the Deuce Lacrosse Committee? before doing the summer of the Los Angeles twenty twenty eight 28 games?
4: Yeah, well, I think Haley hit a lot on um, the good work that us uh, as PLL Assist is doing, as well as you guys in lacrosse barriers. So I think continuing to do all that work is very important for growing the sport, but also uh, the storytelling of it. Um, sharing this not just doing the work but sharing the stories and sharing what the game can do for others and how it's impacted others and doing that through vehicles like this such as podcasts and uh, i think we do a good job at the pll of uh showcasing what the work we do and the stories of our players like we saw posted yesterday the black lacrosse experience and just not just doing the work but sharing how the game has impacted everyone for a positive
0: nice Um, so
1: i guess the next one is when are you guys coming to calgary
2: (laughs) (laughs) we will be in calgary at some point in 2024 uh you can mark my words on that i don't know the exact date (laughs) yet but you'll be seeing us soon you know we love crossing barriers.
1: <laughs> there you go. Um, just on that note, <clears throat> no matter where you're from, much love to Texas. But when you get beef raised at altitude and aged for 30 days, and if you're not, if you're, if you're vegetarian or vegan, I fully respect your dietary decisions. But your tongue will give your mouth a concussion when you get here when it comes to a uh, ribeye. <laughs> That is, there is, that's a, that's a hard, yes.
2: We're looking forward
1: to it. (laughs) So, uh,
4: Aiden, who's your favorite indoor player? I'd have to go with Lyle Thompson. Um, He just (laughs) plays the game so freely and so creatively. um, And I think he has so much respect for the game and its roots and where he came from and, It's just so interesting to watch him play and watch how he reads his defenders and also listen to him talk about um, the sport and its roots. So Lyle's been a favorite of mine since his days at Albany. Nice.
3: Um,
4: Eric, fave goalie.
2: Favorite goalie. Oof. Oh, man. Um, It's hard to pick one. Uh, I, the I played goalie myself and I know how difficult and, and as it Scott know how difficult and um, important of a position it is. So I have so much respect for for all the goalies in, in every league. Um, if I had to pick one, I mean, Blaze, <laughs> Blaze is obviously phenomenal. Um, uh, in, in our league, I know he doesn't play goalie in, in NLL, um, but just you know, one of the most fun players to watch on, on the planet. Um, that might be kind of a, an easy answer just because he is the star that he is. Uh, but really, I, I, I've got so much admiration for for every goalie who steps on on a field at, at any level um so my kind of cop-out answer will, will be all of them uh because i I just have such a love for the position um respect for everyone who does it um so yeah
1: okay.
0: anton you're up
1: <laughs>
0: what what do you want us to do the next 12 months to girl out and do lacrosse
2: What we want to see you guys do next 12 months? Um, I, well, I think you guys are already doing is expanding, um, which is huge, you know, um, having an impact in, in any given community is, is important. Um, and I think what lines up with our mission, um, which is, you know, very much what you guys are doing, is just looking to continue to grow. Um, I know you guys are are reaching out to, um, you know, various parts of, of Canada, um, you know, areas in Canada that haven't had programs like the crossing barriers before. Um, and on the PLL assist side, we're doing the same thing. We're trying to connect um, with, you know, every state in the United States, but also with Canada, with, um, you know, all of North and South America. Um, in, in asia you you'll see um again this year our um players and uh you know led by paul rabel heading out to to japan to do a showcase there um you know we've connected with uh programs in in several countries in africa um so i i admire what you guys are doing by continuing to grow the game organically and um you know reaching new communities um so i'd say over the next Twelve months. Continue to do that. Um, continue to offer the programs that you do um, to people who either know and love lacrosse but don't really get a chance to to play it because of um, you know environmental or or um, you know personal physical um, limitations to uh, lacrosse that you see at you know the, the college and pro level. But to be able to uh, adapt lacrosse in the way that makes it accessible to everyone, um, it's it's really uh, an incredible thing. Um, I I love watching the the content that you guys put out. It always puts a smile on my face when um, when Scott you know sends me uh, the the latest clip from um, you know one of your clinics because um, it's it, it's special to see you know whether it's a, a young child playing for the first time um, or a teenager getting to to you know take uh their game to the next level it's it's really exciting to see uh the love that people have for the sport um and you know to be able to see it played in so many unique ways that are adapted to um people's uh specific skill sets um so You know, I'd say continue doing this great work because it is important. And you never know whose life you might be changing by, you know, creating an opportunity like this.
1: Um, Before the next question, I'm just going to interject. I sent clips and I will to you and uh, Tommy and um, to Haley and Aiden and Tommy uh, from a a group. I walked into a clinic uh, at a school here in Calgary and a young boy came up and goes, you're Mr. Scott, you went to Spruce Meadows and we watched horses and you had a diet Pepsi in a bottle in 2018. I kind of stopped, bit the inside of my tongue so that I wouldn't weep in front of him because then he'd think he hurt my feelings. I had not seen him in six years. He was like eight inches taller and he would come up and he goes, you have new glass. The next day when I did, he goes, you have new glasses and your hair is shorter than in 2018. So when you say you never know who you're affecting.
2: Yeah, that's powerful.
1: So that's just a little aside. Uh, Like, you know, Anton, you can edit this out if you want later. No worries, (laughs) Scott. I remember remember once talking and it was with Kevin Alexander and, and he goes, you know, um, yeah <clears throat> so he goes so what he goes i'm the only black dude on the team oh well he goes but i'm the only black lacrosse player somebody in uh, uh somebody in england might ever see yeah he goes there's, there there's two there's two edges to that um so the next question i get to jump off the screen for a second anton do you want to ask that next question i got to just answer the doorbell <laughs> live tv <laughs>
0: Who's your uh, guy's favorite uh, who's your favorite f- player in the lacrosse League? Who wants to go first?
3: That's tough. <laughs> That's a tough question. Um, I'll go first because I think mine might be easier found. Uh, mine's probably Trevor Baptiste um, just because I've watched him for a really long time. I always thought the faceoff was really cool. Um, it's such a specific part of the sport. I thought the draw is also very cool in the women's game because it's so specific to the game. So just loved the face-off watching the men's game. Trevor's been good at it forever. It's probably, in my opinion, the best at doing it ever. Um, So I used to watch him at Denver a lot. Um, So seeing him in both box and and field um, doing the face-off and being that good is pretty impressive. So I'll say him for my favorite. Yeah, I'm
1: I'm just just going to – I'm just going to throw a little controversy in there, Haley. Uh, I've got two words to contract uh, a guy that I love. I've never met, but I will this year. Trevor Baptiste, Jake Withers.
3: We'll have to have some type of battle.
1: <laughs> we're gonna go. We're gonna go offline and yell at each other. <laughs> and you got some Canadian content with Jake. You got some Canadian content, girl.
3: <laughs> I know. All right. So I'll still hold him. Close to the heart. Close to the heart. No, but
1: here's the deal. And you know, Trevor is one of the nicest men on the planet. And I just do that on a face off factor because I know nothing about them. I'm just throwing some I'm just throwing something in the works there and just digging at you. No disrespect. It's it's Trevor's one of the nicest, most available, gracious men I've ever seen. Wow. Anyways, go ahead. Sorry,
4: Anton. Uh and everyone I just <laughs> had to throw that in.
2: Aiden, you wanna go next?
4: Yeah, um, I think I would have to say Grant Amet. Um, I worked with him with his own training app, the Players Academy, and he's done a lot of work with PLL Assist, uh, doing our hospital visits this last season, and um, just watching the way he plays, he's not the biggest guy, but he finds different stick angles and different passing lanes that, it, that you can't even see them until he throws the ball and it's in his teammate's stick. So watching him play is really fun for me.
1: Yes. He, he has so much fun. Yeah. You can just, I mean, he's an intense, I wouldn't want to play Scrabble against him because I, I just think it becomes a contact sport instantly. Mm-hmm. And I, I love, but I, it's funny how when you talk to players and you talk to people that love this sport and you go, Grant Damon. Yeah. Like Trevor Baptiste. Yeah because they're nice guys too. They're just nice. And they and you can see them they have fun. They're playing a game. They just when you see them doing events they're like goofing around and being silly with guys and I just love it. I love the commonality when you get a group of people that are friends together or even on podcast and there's like yeah. So again sorry Anton for interrupting but no
2: worries, my god for the y'all game, good. <laughs> Uh, for me same same answer that I gave with uh, with the goalies it's really hard to pick a favorite um you know i I love this league and, and all the teams and, and players on all the teams um but i I will highlight um you know one player who I think it's just super underrated in in Romar Dennis and um you know no secret I, I'm a redwoods fan uh, I, I love all eight <laughs> of our PLL clubs but um you know, from the start with with my favorite all-time player in Kyle Harrison uh being a Redwood I was just instantly drawn to them um so I'll 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 mention uh Romar Dennis uh who was traded to the the Redwoods uh last year I also think uh, of all the players um currently in the PLL um reminds me of Kyle uh the most in, in his style of play um and you know creating off of the run um he's you know, as as humble and kind a person as you'll meet, um, and also just a fantastic player, fantastic athlete. Um, excited to see him again in in our sixes tournament uh, this year. Uh, where, uh, if you remember, he he won MVP last year um, as a member of the Atlas. Um, so yeah, really excited to to see what he does uh, for for the Redwoods at at sixes uh, this year at our Champ Series happening in February. Mm-hmm.
4: I do have and, to give Eric some props here. He predicted the Romar Dennis trade throughout the entire first half of the season. He spoke it into existence, quite literally. Every single weekend, he would tell me, "Romar needs to be on the Redwoods," and, <laughs> and it happened. Uh, um, <laughs> um,
1: Anton, who's your fave? Uh, who's your favorite P.L.L. guy? Uh,
2: Dylan Ward. Great choice. <laughs> I know Haley's a big Dylan Ward fan,
0: too.
3: I'm a huge Dylan Ward fan. That's my favorite indoor player, for sure. He's just an absolute insane goalie, field and box. It's crazy.
0: Yeah, when he mm-hmm. plays at their uh, arena here at the uh, Shrewsbeek Stadium? it's pretty fun to watch him against playing the Roughnecks. He's pretty good. He's my, one of my favorite <laughs> goalies growing up. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. couldn't... It-
1: it's funny when they when they when the mammoths play the roughnecks and you get Delbs versus Wardo. It's like a slapping contest. Yeah. It's like show stopping save and it goes down show stopping save and they just and they know each other. They're buddies and you see them walk each by each other during the TV timeouts and grab water and little fist bump and they literally oh you made a you made a freak save I'll make one and and I watched the 2019 World Indoors and watched. Dylan Ward a couple of times against Haudenosaunee in the final. And for a huge guy, he made a couple of arm saves. Like he flared up and he, he caught the ball and it went straight up, which means he timed it. It didn't block it. He hit it up. And it was against Lyle and he's on his knees and he flared. And it wasn't one of those frantic saves. Like um, in all props, the goalie for Maryland last year, the freshman that had to come in and made those three show stopping saves. They just you're like what Ward Wardo looked at Lyle when Lyle shot looked at the ball and went bam with a calculated save that was like catching an arrow uh, and and like you said the quietest guy yeah. on the planet but I like his quote after the one. he goes I just love winning <laughs> when they win, the dogs win. yeah
2: uh, Scott do you have a favorite player
1: yeah in the game today Zach um, Zach started and quietly has done, and I won't out his generosity on the podcast, but Zach does as much as any player in the game to grow the game quietly. Uh, He's got to learn to get along with Josh. The Courier Brothers videos are real.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) It sure is. (laughs)
1: Um, He's also just, I've met him and we, he's become a friend and we'll go when he's, when he was living in Calgary, we'd go for coffee or he'd come over and to my place and Anton and the guys would see him and we'd just have lunch and his arms look like a roadmap of slashes. Like all fairness to Mr. Rowlett, when he got hit by that shot, Zach's arms, every game of every the world's, he just, and he plays hard. And I just, and he also, I guess because he's a friend, Goalies, uh, I'm really conflicted because you got Wardo, you got Brett, you got Nick. Um, I have a favorite on every team Redwoods, it's Owen Grant. Just Owen Grant. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. So, yeah, and indoor, again, Zach, because I think he is the best two way all round lacrosse player in the world right now. See, I qualified that with two way all round. <laughs> Because, I mean, I'm not I'm not going to put Lyle, I'm not going to put Romar, I'm not going to put Trevor at 1B. I think that's just silly. It's like saying, what's the best fruit? <laughs> uh, anyway, and I say that respectfully, but, yeah. Um, Haley, who's the best – who's the woman that if you had to show someone a clip of women's lacrosse outside of Charlotte North, who is the one that you'd say, watch these clips?
3: And I'm um, trying to get
1: – trying to get older than right now in the au who would you who would you watch people watch
3: i grew up absolutely obsessed with taylor cummings um she was two years ahead of me out of um, school and um like being from maryland her going to umd three times in a row it's on winter winner um she was just insane and i had watched her play when she was in high school and knew she was that good. And then she went to Maryland and she got even better. So if not Charlotte North, who I also think is phenomenal, Taylor Cummings um, is just a really, really great player.
1: The reason I ask that is when we go and not, please understand it's not, but what some people, the casual fan, which we need to get real fans that you get beyond the flavor of the month and the flavor of the year. And uh, I really appreciate when you said I liked Lyle at, Albany. Because that's eight years ago. And like, yeah, so that's just me. Um, favorite indoor player, Eric?
2: Favorite indoor player? Um, probably either Trevor, uh, Baptiste, um, who, you know, is just phenomenal at what he does, um, indoor and, and outdoor. Um, and I think San Diego really got a gem, um, in, in Trevor, um, and, you know, we haven't mentioned Tom Schreiber. Tom Schreiber, in my opinion, is probably the, the greatest player on, on the planet, um, and just an incredible human being as well. Um, so I'll give it to the two of those guys.
1: Yeah. I, uh, again, interjecting, I'm not trying to take over Anton, um, Tom Schreiber, didn't i mean he's not getting wealthy playing for the toronto rock but he went to the indoor game to improve his global game and when you see him on the field he'll do a half step back and take contact and that's why he is who he is is because he went i've got to play all forms of lacrosse and i got to do it year round to take my game to a level it can be yeah for
2: sure also and and
1: i just when you watch go ahead
2: yes yeah, someone else who doesn't get as much shine as he should um uh, in both leagues maybe maybe more so uh in in our league uh in the PLL um is Latrell Harris uh also just oh. a phenomenal player um tough <laughs> as they come um and yeah just an all-around great guy as well so i i would also add him into that top 3 for me on um, on personal favorites uh for for indoor
1: Aiden who flies under the radar
4: in the Pll well I think he really had a breakout year this last season but mac O'Keefe that oh. guy is he's the best shooter in the world and I don't think there's really any debate on that if, you you'll see guys he get he was getting face guarded in the championship game because he's not going to dodge on you but if he catches the ball he can shoot it with you right on him you just can't let him catch it. He he's by far the best shooter. And I really don't think he gets enough credit for how good of a shooter. He really is.
1: I I'll throw in on best shooter as far as speed, creativity, like you said, just in and out of his stick, I would throw Josh burn in there right now. He's just since the sixes, he's just exploded. And another guy, um when you have the round tables please understand uh, anton and this i will never criticize the pll for being wonderful uh i look at my take it this way as a grandpa i can look at my granddaughters and go you are pretty you're so beautiful you can't be more beautiful than beautiful right uh-huh. uh the round the round tables dane smith and josh are two elite stars and latrell that could be around that round table when you guys have those talks with Matt and the guys with you
2: uh I'll give you a little bit of uh behind the scenes info we shot that during um our PLL training camp so the NLL guys would, were still playing um
1: oh, thank you. yeah so
2: so they were they weren't available when, when we shot <laughs>
1: and 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 please understand that this isn't a criticism it's a hey because like you said when you're when you're talking about people um, people of color, uh, black, I I just you know, sometimes the words like someone goes, Well, that's, I I tried to get out of when I tried to be nice and say people of color. And I looked at someone and went, Oh, come on, man, like I'm trying. (laughs) (laughs) Like, come on, like, listen, and then someone goes, Well, you should understand about social change. And this is a this is a grandpa Scott rant on the podcast. I went, I was born in 1963, Junior, do you know what happened between 1968 and 74? You need to step back kid yeah i did say that
0: yep it gave him yeah. a lot for
1: her. you know what and i literally i think i even threw in a hard no at the end Hard no. <laughs> oh yes um so i think we have <laughs> silly questions uh anton I, I forgot to put these in but if i can um so eric yes hot dog is it a sandwich no definitely not (laughs) okay aiden worst lacrosse weather experience ever
4: i wouldn't say it was bad but so i grew up in oregon i went to the university of oregon we went to colorado it was snowing there they put up a dome a couple years later i'm at florida state um doing my master's still playing lacrosse we go to colorado it's snowing they don't put up a dome because a bunch of it's a bunch of Florida kids that have never seen snow, um, and we ended up beating them in the snow, with and it was it was some kids on the team first time ever seeing snow because they grew up in Florida their entire lives, and had never seen it before. So a bunch of Florida kids go into Colorado and beating Colorado kids in the snow was by far the best best and worst weather experience because I did freeze my butt off, <laughs> but we but we won. So yeah. Uh, Haley. Yeah. Weather.
3: Weather. Oof. Um, I want to say it was like during a club tournament when I was in high school and it was extremely hot. Um, and I was talking to our goalie during like a timeout or something like that. And I went to lean to put my hand on the goal. And when I touched the goal, I like basically burned my hand and it was so hot. Um, so probably the worst just because it was stupid for me to do. And then my hand hurt the rest of our club tournament. So it was kind of, um, a little bit of a rough thing that I did to myself.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: Eric. Um, I don't think I ever played in anything that was too nutty weather wise. I mean, um, preseason, both in high school and college was just really cold. Um, you know, high school, Long Island and college in, in Lewiston, Maine. Um, so as a goalie, uh, not doing as much running around up and down the field, uh, huh. you felt the cold. Um, and then I, I love playing on grass, uh, instead of turf, uh, and, you know, throughout high school, I played on grass. So, you know, it, it's a gift and a curse because I, you know, I, prefer grass as a general matter, but um when it rained heavily, especially in the crease, it was a muddy mess. Um so, you know, it made it a little bit harder to to track the ball. Um made the the bounce shots uh you know kind of wonky and, and uh change of direction. Um but honestly I I appreciate all four seasons and I enjoy playing games in you know in the snow, in the rain, when it's you know nice out, I, I enjoy it all. Um, so yeah, uh, give give me all four seasons, give me the the full lacrosse experience. Um, yeah, I'll I'll play in whatever weather. Uh, so yeah, nothing too crazy, just uh, a wide range of, of weather experiences. Yeah, I um,
1: for me, I got to play for the Quebec provincial team. A guy saw me with a jersey on or a jacket when I was going to university at Laval University and I was playing in Victoria before there was clean so Victoria Waxman and Seaspray like we went 114 and 0 against like Mount Washington and back in the day MIB and I'm there as this 19 year old he goes do you play And I'm like yeah so every weekend we'd go down to the states we go to Baltimore we go to Utica Ithaca Albany we'd play Hudson Valley Community College and Utica and it was raining once in Syracuse when we played JV in 1983 on turf, and there was an inch. There was no, no drainage. And mm-hmm. shots are coming, and I'm watching them skip over my stick. And yeah, I grew up in Victoria where it's, like you said, it's rain, Like Oregon, and just muddy. But I remember um, – and the next day, we're playing in in grass, and I couldn't see my feet for like the second half. I was just sitting in mud up up to above my yep. ankles. Yeah, and going, well, at least I'm cutting the I'm cutting the angle down now, because if you didn't, like you said, if it skips on mud, you better be at the top of
0: the crease. Yep, exactly. And,
1: uh, last question about your favorite show, Anton.
0: What's your favorite? What's your guys' favorite past and current show on on? There, on, is, there is a Letter question on TV or on the web.
3: There is only one true and good answer for this, and it is a tie between Letter Kenny and Shorzy, um, because Jerry Kiso is a comedic genius. Those shows are fantastic. Um, they're everything to me, and in Shorzy, in like the second episode of the first season there's a big nod to lacrosse and prolax um because one of the players used to play pro lacrosse and um it's just very funny it's the greatest show ever it's just good old canadian hockey humor and there's nothing better than that so favorite past favorite current show letter kenny and Chorzy. beauty i, I think that was the- what
2: we guys <laughs> we- go, got
1: go ahead no, no, you I was just. I can chirp about a- Letter Kenny.
2: Good, good. I I'm yet to see it. My whole team um, is telling Aiden and me to go watch it. We will as, as our as our homework. Um, but yeah, it, it sounds great, and I'll, I'll definitely check it out. But I'm gonna go with the classic, um, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Uh, that was my favorite show growing up. Uh, love Will Smith. Um, Uncle Phil the, the, the whole crew um, just such a, a funny lighthearted show that could also get deep at times um, yeah you I, I can't go wrong with, with
4: uh, Fresh Prince of bel I'll go with a little bit different answer um, I'm a huge Breaking Bad fan um, I watched it with my mom and I've honestly probably seen it three or four times all the way through, which is a lot with hour long episodes for about six seasons. You I have a lot Bad. of time on my hands. I used to have a lot of time on my hands.
2: <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned Breaking Bad, Aiden, because I just watched it for the first time. Uh, I just finished it a few weeks ago. Um, and Evelyn was you know, shocked that I'd never seen it before. Um, So I was like, you know what? It's time to see what all the hype is around Breaking Bad. I watched it, and it it was phenomenal. Such a great show. Not overhyped at at all.
1: Anton, what's your favorite? Well, well
0: Anton, go ahead. (laughs) Uh, My favorite show is the uh, Law & Order SVU series.
4: Also, a good choice. Very good choice. We got a couple lawyers with Eric and Haley on the call. So, <laughs> um,
1: well, thanks everybody. Um, oh, uh, this is Anton. You can take this. Like, when I went to the site, uh, I know at one point we were, but somehow when you go on the mobile site, La Crossing Bears isn't listed as a community partner. I didn't go on actually. I went to check because somebody goes, "Hey, I thought you said you were one of our friends." And this is like one of one of the, our friends who's on this page goes, "You said you were on the uh, you said you were on the site." And I went mobile, and it's like, I forget who it was, Anton, one of our buddies, just put it in my like punch me in the mouth with it. I'm like, no, I can give you. What do you want? <laughs> it's like he's literally. You like, said I was like, you're right. I did. I wasn't trying to be deceitful. He goes, get your facts straight you're right um
2: i thought you were joking at first but i'm looking at the website which was just redone and you're right i don't see